Thanks for pressing play. Today's topic we're going to explore is how to design a company that people are lining up to work for. And this is Christopher Lockhead, Follow Your Different, the podcast, or should I say oddcast, for people who appreciate very different ideas on designing a legendary business and a legendary life. And on this short episode, it's just you and me. Recently, I was on the awesome podcast Cloud Wars Live with my friend Bob Evans, who's uh, one of the smartest guys I know. And we connected some dots on some things I've been thinking a lot about lately, and I wanted to share them with you, particularly on happiness, culture, and a radical idea uh, for a mindset on how to design a company that people are lining up to work for. We are sponsored, as usual, by our good friends at Oracle NetSuite. Learn how to turbocharge the growth of your business today at netsuite.com slash different. And while you're there, you'll be able to set up a free one-hour growth review with an expert in your industry. So check out netsuite.com slash different. I also want to tell you about a new pocketbook that I love by my friend and collaborator, Isaac Morehouse, called Crash Your Career. It's a great easy read. It's uh, primarily for younger people who are looking to kickstart their careers. Check out crash.co slash different. Now, hey-ho, let's go. Okay, so recently um, we've done three episodes that are sort of colliding in my mind, uh, three sets of ideas. Uh, So let me walk you through them and then let me walk you through the connection that I'm making uh, that I think will um, be um, something for you to kick around in terms of how you build your company. Um, We had Jim Harder on, who's the chief scientist for Gallup, and he's the author of a a brand new book called It's the Manager. It was on episode 56, if you want to go back and listen. And the folks at Gallup, what they did was the largest study of its kind, 37.2 million people. And they want to get some insights into what's going on in the modern work world. And um, they found out a couple of really uh, concerning things. Uh, The first one is um, only 34%, so roughly a third, of American workers say they're engaged at work. 34%. So the vast majority of people say they're not engaged when they're at the office, when they're doing their job. The second one, which is maybe even more concerning that Jim talks about, um, is the fact that two-thirds of managers say they're not engaged at work. So let's just think about this. Um, If... Uh, most employees say they're not engaged and most managers say they're not engaged, then there's something off with the typical work environment, what most people would call culture. So park that idea in part of your brain and let it uh, swizzle around a little bit. Then another one I wanted to underscore with you is um, uh, Professor Scott Galloway's new book, The Algebra of Happiness. And one of the big insights that he shares, he looks at research into happiness, and he says, when you graph happiness over time, what you get is a smile. That is to say, uh, in the beginning of one's life, kind of from zero to 20, um, happiness is reasonably high. And then he says, around 25, you get to this stage he calls the shit gets real stage. And you got your career going, uh, you're getting involved maybe with a committed uh, relationship, 
a spouse type situation going on. Maybe you decide to make some people with somebody and, uh, you know, shit's hard. You're trying to pay bills. You're trying to raise children. You're trying to build your career. Uh, you're trying to grow your relationship and your families, et cetera, et cetera. And what he says is that most people go through, you know, from 25 to 45, 55, somewhere in that range, a period of 20 or 30 years where they essentially work like crazy on their careers, raising children, uh, maybe there's a divorce in there, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then happiness dips. So if you think about happiness over time, it's uh, high from zero to 20, then it begins to dip. And then around 45 to 55, it starts to come back up and the back end of life tends to be more happy. This is the research that he cites in his book. So take that idea and let that um, swizzle around in your head. And then the third idea I wanted to share with you, we had an amazing guy on, a guy I've really gotten to uh, love a lot and uh, respect a lot. His name is Dan Cassetta. He was on episode 44. And uh, Dan runs the Western region for a spectacular company called Cutco. And on there, he shares about their philosophy about building culture. And Cutco is pretty unique in that, A, uh, the vast majority of their sales organization is, is, tends to be younger. They hire young people out of high school and college to sell knives. And their mantra, and this is something that Dan's been um, kind of a pioneer of at Cutco, is um, changing lives while selling knives or selling knives and changing lives or et cetera. And here's the brilliance of Dan. Oh, and one other thing you need to know. So Dan hires these folks with very little work experience and teaches them how to sell knives. And um, he's got about a thousand full-time people and then uh, about another 4,000 or so people show up for about two or three months every year in the summer as students kind of come on in and uh, do Cutco as a summer job. So imagine the recruiting, training, and what you might call inculturation challenges that Dan and the Cutco leadership have uh, running and building their business. Now, here's the insight from Dan. Dan said, what if we're not a nice selling company? What if we're a personal growth company? What if our objective is to be the defining place in people's careers? Uh, imagine taking all the good sales training, all the good life and personal development training and bundling it up inside a company and, um, and becoming essentially a life and personal development training company that teaches life skills, career skills, um, sales skills, relationship skills, and uses knives to do that. Imagine that their real business is developing amazing people with all these skills and knives are just the vehicle. That's sort of, I think, to paraphrase Dan's headset, um, his concept. Now, you may be thinking, how do these three things connect? Well, if I start with Dan for a second, Ever since our conversation, I've been thinking to myself, hmm, what if, I'll just pick a company, General Electric decided to have the mindset that Dan and the Cutco leadership has, which is our job is not doing whatever it is we do. Our job is developing legendary people, and we do that through doing the things that we do. What if, and I'll just pick a big successful company I admire, Salesforce.com. What if the folks at Salesforce said, um, we're not a software SaaS cloud company. We're a personal training. We're a personal development. We're, we're a life 
uh, training coaching company. And the vehicle we use to do that is selling and developing software. Just imagine that headset and how it might change a GE or a Salesforce or more importantly, your company. Okay, now, how do these ideas intersect? If you look at the Jim Harder stuff uh, and his book, It's Not the Manager, what we know is the vast majority of people are disengaged at work. That is absolutely not the case at Dan Cassetta's company, Cutco. Uh, couldn't be for them to have the level of success that they have. So we have a cultural, we have an engagement problem. And I would argue it's it's way more than that. It's, it's um, if part of our, uh, part of creating jobs is creating an environment for people to become fully self-actualized, to do things they um, they want to do, they're engaged with, things that make them feel more alive, things that make them feel like they're contributing, things that make them feel like they're on an important team, that they're doing work that matters, that's valued, that they're growing. If part of what we want to do as company leaders is to create an environment where those things are true, um, then according to Dan's numbers, it's the biggest research uh, uh, effort ever in this regard, most companies are dramatically failing at creating this kind of an environment. Then you go to the Scott Galloway stuff and you realize, huh, there's 20 to 30 years of eating shit sandwiches in life before you get happy again. <laughs> and I would posit to you that disengagement and disempowerment at work and the fact that the happiness graph dips in the middle of one's life are at least in some part connected. So here's the aha for me. What would happen in our work lives, in our companies, if we took the Dan Cassetta mindset, if we said our company's about developing legendary people, and regardless of whether or not um, these people who are at our company are with us for uh, you know, six months, six years, or 60 years, if your company's commitment was to be the greatest place that anybody ever worked, that you are going to invest in them and train them and develop them and have a unique and distinct and empowering and I will say it highly diverse and not just diverse in terms of, um, uh, you know, be, be it backgrounds or skin colors or those things, but also diverse in terms of ideas and thinking. Um, so we're going to have that kind of environment. It makes me wonder if we took the Dan, Dan Cassetta approach from Cutco and we applied it in our business, what would happen to A, the levels of engagement and satisfaction that are being reported by uh, Jim Harder, and B, would we be able to begin to bend the happiness curve? That is to say, if we created environments where people could truly, truly thrive and be legendary at work, would the uh, happiness graph that today is a smile change? That is to say, would we bend the bottom of the smile up a bunch if we created legendary work environments, places to work that were focused on personal development, growth, diversity, a real meritocracy based on the value of one's contributions, et cetera. Could, could we, A, change um, the level of engagement at our company? And B, as a result of doing that, could we actually meaningfully increase the amount of happiness that people have during kind of the core part of their career. I don't know if that's an answer to anything, but I do think it's an interesting set of questions. It's been swizzling around in my brain, and uh, that's why I wanted to share it with you. All right. 
We would like to thank the good folks at One Life Fully Live. Dream, plan, and live your best life. And we'd love to see you at our 8th annual conference in beautiful Long Beach, California, October 12th and 13th, 2019. Speakers include uh, billionaire Jeff Hoffman, venture capitalist uh, Cody Sanchez, who's on an upcoming episode of this podcast, and legendary best-selling author John Vroman and me. Um, <laughs> so check us out at onelifefullylive.org slash Lockhead. Also want to tell you about the Cloud Wars Live podcast. The idea for this episode came from a conversation with the legendary Bob Evans. And if you're not subscribed to Cloud Wars Live, his podcast, I would highly recommend you do that. And once a month, I'm proud to, uh, to be a regular guest on Cloud Wars Live. Verve Coffee, the craft coffee served by Silicon Valley's legendary companies. And now you can have it too at vervecoffee.com. And the amazing folks at Habitat for Humanity. Habitat's vision is of a place, uh, as a world where everybody has a place to live. Check out habitat.org and learn how you can make a difference. All right, this podcast is the sole property of the Lockhead Oddcast Network, and we would love uh, you to share the shit out of it. All rights do remain perturbed. We must warn you that this podcast is clearly created in a studio that does contain nuts. Remember to buy John's crazy socks. Don't be lame. Get out of the passing lane. Love you, Candy Dandy. Uh, love your mom and dad. <laughs> I definitely do. And hey, Colin, this podcast really ties the room together, doesn't it? Today, our deepest apologies go out to Ty Lopez. Sorry, Ty, we just ran out of time for you. Thank you so much for investing part of your life with me. Uh, stay legendary. And until we're together again, of course, follow your different. Different.